Fatherhood is fascinating. One day you're dad of the year, and the next day is, well, the next day. Welcome to Positively Dad, a podcast designed to help dads embrace the journey. Thank you for joining us for Positively Dad. My name's James Shaw. I'm your host, and I'm excited that you're with us today. We're going to have a fun conversation. I started Positively Dad earlier this year just to be a resource for dads. I'm one, right? My wife, Terry, and I have a seven-year-old named Naomi. In fact, she's going to join us at the end of the podcast today for the Kids Corner. She always does that and loves it. And, and, and I looked at it and went, hey, when I found out I was going to be a dad, I wanted to be a great one. And there just weren't a ton of resources out there. So finally, earlier this year, I started it. And it's been a fun, fun, fun journey. And I want to thank all of you who've joined us. The goal, again, is to just help us become great partners, great dads, great men. And you know, most of the time, we're talking about things we can do to help our relationship with our kids, or things we should think about when it comes to school, or what about you know technology and just different cha- different challenges that we might face as parents. And today, we're going to look at something a little bit different, and that is what's your relationship like with your partner, because it's very important. The relationship my wife and I have will set the tone to everything that happens inside our house. And Naomi will feel it, and our friends will feel it, and we've got to have a a great relationship together. So I'm excited today to have some guests on. They're going to walk through what that's like. Their names are Lance and Brandy Salazar, and they recently did a book with Hal Elrod called The Miracle Morning for Couples. Now, you might be familiar with Hal's book called The Miracle Morning. It's very popular. And there have been several other versions that have come out, and they were able to work with him and do this book on the Miracle Morning for Couples. And Brandy and I have known each other for many years. She was affiliated with Keller Williams Realty. I'm part of Keller Williams Realty, and we met through that. And when she wrote the book with her husband, I just reached out and said, would you be willing to be on the podcast and kind of share some things that, that we can listen to so that in our relationships with our partner, we're moving the right direction? And they said yes, so I'm excited to have them on. Lance and Brandy, thank you so much for joining us on Positively Dad. Yes, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, James. Hey, it's it's my pleasure. So I'm excited to talk with you about the book and um, and kind of the lessons learned and help the the dads and even the moms who listen to us about just how to make a marriage amazing and wonderful. And the truth is yours was not amazing and wonderful. No, no, not at all. It was the opposite <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost divorced. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys were separated and on the brink of divorce. And so just, I mean, tell us a little bit about your story as we jump in. So, you know, as you know, you and I met through Keller Williams and um, I had a, a very demanding career or I made it that way and um, that I really enjoyed. I did. I really enjoyed and I still to this day, I, I enjoy working and Lance had a a busy career as well. And we had children and just <laughs> forgot to find time for each other. <laughs> you know, yeah, our relationship was deprioritized. Yeah, I think it's what a lot of couples experience, at least, you know, when we started to share our story, we had a lot of people just sort of raise their hands, you know, a lot of, you know, us too. And, you know, I think that, you know, Brandy and I led with our sort of careers first in a lot of ways. And then, you know, the marriage, although it was there, I think that we were definitely putting uh, work as the main priority. And then when we had kids, you know, that became more of a priority. And I think what Mm -hmm. just inadvertently happened was that we just didn't make time for each other. And we started to move apart. We started to have different goals. uh, And 
connecting with one another wasn't one of them. Right. I remember when Naomi was born, it felt like like the, the, the first year of, of my marriage with Terry was like the best. It was amazing first year. The second year, Naomi's born, and I, it felt all of a sudden like we were we were orbiting the child, right? That, yes. that, that our job was to revolve <laughs> around the child. And like you said, I mean, we quit hanging out. I mean, that was and, and it was like one day we just were like, what's going on here? And that's kind of what you experienced, too. So I bet it's pretty common. Yeah. So see, you experience the same thing. And I think it's hard. You know, we we don't um, give ourselves enough credit for the fact that we really don't know what we're doing when we have that first child. Mm -hmm. And it's something that as much as, you know, there's books out there and there's people you can talk to, you can't prepare for what that's going to look like for your life because we all have different things going on. We all have different, um, you know, uh, responsibilities already. And we have we birthed different children, like every kid. And then we had ended up having a second, um, you know, cause our marriage was struggling and that's what you do, <laughs> right? When you uh-huh, want to bring yeah. it back together, throw in another everything. one. Yeah. Have more kids. Let's just yeah. have one more. Let's have one more. And so then the next yeah. one is totally different. And we're like, oh, right. okay, like, what are we doing here? And then that was, I mean, we made it about a year and a half. Um, and then that was when we were like, okay, yeah, no, this doesn't work. <laughs> time out. <laughs> time literally. out. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys took a time out and you were certainly on the path to ending it. So what changed? Well, that's, uh, you know, you, individually we have in a lot of ways, our own story with that. You know, I think there in a lot of, in a lot of separations, oftentimes it's the wife driving that. And uh, that was the case in our relationship. Uh, I wanted to stay married to Brandy, and she didn't really want to stay married to me. No, I didn't at all. <laughs> she, she likes to say, uh, you know, that she had a hard time with me even breathing around her. But but your mm-hmm. question is what changed? I think what we really had to do was search inside our ourselves to to bring the best of of ourselves to the marriage. We we did what we did this thing where we called it putting the marriage on the shelf. I think we sort of said we drew this line in the sand and said, well, we'll give ourselves what I think we said at the time, three months or something yeah. to work on ourselves. If we decide we actually still really like each other in any sort of way, maybe we'll try and stick it out. And so each one of us went on a radical self journey. Brandy being in real estate and stuff. And as you know, James, there's a lot of opportunity for personal growth and personal development. And, and, and sometimes it's, it's very swung towards, you know, business growth. But at the same time, there is a lot of personal growth in that. You know, I was a pharmacist and pharmacy, it's kind of black or white. It's the medical field and, and personal growth, you know, reading John Maxwell books wasn't exactly <laughs> in the curriculum for medicine, right? And, and so I think there was this, this divergence. And, and, and so I kind of watched Brandy in a lot of ways and I knew what she was doing. Uh, and so I decided, I'm like, you know, well, what I'm honestly doing right now isn't working for me. I'm depressed. I don't really like my job. Uh, I don't like myself. And so I've got to do something different because this just isn't working. So my journey really became this radical I don't want to call it self-improvement. I just think I started to really step into the person I wanted to be rather than the person I thought I was supposed to be as a dad or supposed to be as a husband or, or what have you, you know? Um, and so, and, but Brandy has her own sort of journey with that as well. Yeah. And, and simultaneously, you know, um, you may know him cause he, he owns some KW offices, a guy by the name of rock Thomas. Um, 
I hired him as my coach at the time and it wasn't for business. It was for my personal life because I felt like my personal life was falling apart. But what I needed was somebody to really kick me in the, you know what, and rock had that kind of energy. And, um, he did exactly that. He really helped me to see where I was a contributor to the demise of my relationship. And for so long, I had spent this time pointing my finger to Lance because, you know, on the outside, my part of our lifestyle looked like my hands were clean. You know, I was in personal growth. I had a very successful business and on the outside, everything looked great. But the reality was, is I was not contributing to the success of our relationship. And it was my own personal baggage. It was my own ego. It was my own, you know, childhood trauma on how I showed up and I handled conflict um, that was emotional. You know, I could handle conflict from a leadership, you know, position in work really easy, but you hit my personal buttons. And for some reason, I fall apart and act like a seven-year-old child. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot to work on myself. And as we're going through this journey, you know, I, I had some wonderful advice some, from some dear friends and one in particular sitting at coffee. And she said to me, you know, really look at what you're doing here. Look at look at what you're throwing away and have you really tried as hard as you try for these other things in your life? And the truth was, is I hadn't. And so as we were going through this journey, I have my coach rock and he's going on his own personal growth journey and health journey. He took a really big stance for his health at the same time. And I came home and I said, you know, we've got to we've got to do this and um, we've got to like we have been able to be successful in other things and business and our health and, and whatever else we have to draw the line in the sand for our relationship. And we did exactly that. And, you know, like anything, and you'll, you know, you read this in the book, but you know, when you come together as a team and create a shared vision that you both buy into the values and the why behind it, and you create a realistic strategic plan and you take massive action if you do what you say you're going to do, you're going to have results. And, you know, it's just like lead generation. If I don't pick up the phone and make my calls, the business stops coming in. If I don't continue to lead and encourage my team, they stop showing up the same way. Mm -hmm. And so we made that same commitment to our relationship and it drastically changed really fast. And that's really what the book is, is, you know, our journey and what we did. Yeah. And Brandy touched on something that I think is really important. You know, one of our big first steps was removing that blame, that finger pointing at each other and standing up for and taking accountability for ourselves and our, and our own ownership over what was going on in the relationship. And we wanted to stop fixing what was broken. You know, I think Brandy and I constantly felt like we were in this cycle of, you know, the relationship sucks. Uh, the relationship is okay. The relationship sucks. The relationship is okay. And we kept getting in this cycle of getting back to sort of a starting line, never really casting this vision, you know, for what our marriage really could be, you know, and instead of, you know, when we removed that blame, we stopped focusing on each other's weaknesses and started recognizing each other's strengths. And that's it's how so we- so good. Yeah, yeah it, it's so good. And that's what I love in the book. And 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 we, we don't need to go kind of page by page or chapter by chapter of the book. I want people to go out and buy it and read it and learn from it. And yet I do want to take some elements out. And that is that you did, you broke the relationship into these kind of four pieces. And, and what I love you're saying right now is it starts with you 
and and that we have our DNA on wherever the relationship is. And if 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 the relationship's going to get better, we've got to get better. Brandy, it's like like what we you know in Keller Williams, we have a program called Bold, and it has a set <laughs> of laws that come with it. And one of the bold laws is your business grows to the extent that you do. And quite frankly, we could take out the word business and put anything in there. Your marriage yeah, is going to grow to the extent that you do. And you had to work on you first. And that's kind of where you start when you go, all right, if we're going to have this amazing relationship, it starts with, you know, me. That, that, that's exactly it. And, and I think what the hard part was for me, and, you know, this was just my side of it, was that my ego was so big because everything else was so awesome that it was like, well, I mean, clearly I can crush it here. So I don't really, you're the common denominator here with the relationship, you know? <laughs> so it was like my, my success in the other areas was almost like a detriment to my marriage because it, it was these blinders that I, I put on, um, where it was like, I, you know, I have proven track record. I can, you know, I can do, look what I can do. It was like, no, it's as much as the steps are very similar. They really are business success and relationship success and health success. The steps are very similar, but it, it takes a very different approach. Um, when it comes to the, the part about looking at your own emotional baggage that you're bringing to it. I mean, when you say, when you say stuff like that, I'm, I'm going, we, we really, we do have to go inside. It's so e much easier to place blame. And, and we probably spend more time working on building a successful career than we spend on building a successful relationship. Yeah. Well, I think is it come out yet, yeah, but we just did a quote on our Instagram recently where it's like, we spend more time planning the wedding than we do the marriage. Oh yeah. It was a Zig Ziglar quote. It was a Zig Ziglar quote. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Like, that's so good. It's so true. And well, it was true. He was a smart guy, right? And gave right. such good advice. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of couples, you know, they just think that sometimes marriage, you, you know, you get married and it's like, okay, now we just go on autopilot. And, and we it, should know, and it should just be, and we, you know, it's all these shoulds like, oh, look, everybody else is just fine. So we should just be fine. When the reality is, is like anything else, like I say, lead generation all the time, you have to lead generate in your relationship. I'm sorry. like It's the, it's the same thing. Well, you got to lead generate and then you got to go on appointments, you know, I mean, yes, date night right. with the two of you together date night, yeah. yeah, is so important. And then I imagine too, with your kids, some one-on-one -on -one time with them. I mean, you're, yes, Amen. we're lead generating and reminding each other how much we love them. And then we're going on appointments. I tell a story all the time, Brandy and Lance, when I'm teaching for Keller Williams about, you know, cause I'm coaching and teaching bold and traveling and, and everything. And, and last year, I did uh, like eight bolds or nine bolds. And the previous year I had done 13 and, oh. and you know, the people who listen don't know it's a seven week program. So that's, you know, 13 times seven's a lot of travel. Eight times seven is not as much travel. And I joked that the, you know, at September of last year, I'd realized that I had been home as much in 2018 as I was in all of 2017. And so I said, I could go to Terry and say, honey, I've been home as much this year as I have been last year. So I've met my quota. I'm going to go upstairs and watch football. I'll see you in January. <laughs> and, you know, that is that does not lead to a successful relationship. And yet there are people that that's like what life is that, look, we Amen. just happen to be roommates, not not partners. Yes. Well, and that's okay if that's okay for you. I mean, and I really want to say that, like, if you're okay with mediocrity in any of your, any area of your life, no judgment, you do you. 
we weren't okay with it. I, I, I struggled really bad with the fact that our relationship and our life looked like shiny plastic people on the outside. It had a sparkle to it. And yet on the inside, I, we were miserable. We were roommates. I would, we would just walk by each other and say, Hey, you know, okay. How was your day? Great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Me yeah. too. You On know, to the next. and James, and what was really important to us that our, our daughters were watching it. You know, we, we've had people ask us questions because I know that this comes up for couples sometimes. Well, you know, did you ever consider just, you know, staying together for the kids? And we say, well, well, no, we were actually considering separating for the kids because we imagined that what we were experiencing our marriage wasn't everything that was possible. And what do we want for our kids, you know, is everything that is possible, right? We tell them that you can do anything you want to do, but if we're modeling for them this marriage that it just looks, I don't know, mediocre, complacent, them, whatever, yeah, to the them, inside, they have a yeah. front row seat to that, then that's what they expect out of marriage. And that's not at all what we wanted. Yeah, so right. what you wanted. So you got on board and you fixed it. And and, and of course, it's not, it's a, it's a journey. And, yes, um, amen. you know, I know you're learning a lot through it. You go in next in there and and you say, okay, once you get you figured out, know what your mission is, you've gotten, you're, you're growing yourself. Then you say the next element is partnership. Can you talk about that? Right. And in the partnership is the place that a lot of us get stuck. You know, when, when you have two people in a relationship that are struggling with themselves, you have a shaky partnership. And so the partnership is the um, the life's basics, the part that you need to survive, putting food on the table, making sure that the kids are taken care of and kept alive, getting them to where they need to be, taking care of the household, all of the things that we get trapped in, we call it now the partnership loop. And so if those things aren't systemized and those things aren't discussed and people aren't in their proper roles and having their responsibilities that are in their strength zones, things start to fall off. And so having that part secure or at least moving forward and going in a positive direction, it's really hard to move into the other areas of our relationship. You know, if you're fighting about the budget or, and, or don't have one, right, about finances, if you're fighting about parenting because you feel as though your kids are dividing you and you're arguing about those things, yeah. if you don't know who's taking, you know, Oh, the one to soccer practice and the other to swim practice or, or who's, who's taking out the trash right, and making dinner. Then, then what are the things that you're fighting about, right? If you're arguing about those things or those things are coming between the two of you, it's really hard to actually be friends. It's really hard to actually be intimate. It's actually mm -hmm. really hard to to want to hang out with each other. So that's why partners is the the second element. Yeah, these are foundational things. You know, we've got to yes. be get the foundational stuff in place before we can have all the fun stuff, right? Right. It's so saying it, let's it, go out to party, but we don't have money in the bank to do that. You know, it's like you got to do the first thing first. <laughs> if you're always yeah. partying in college and you're not going to class, you know, you're going to fail right out. <laughs> yeah, I did that. So, um, <laughs> so all right. So it's work on you. It's become partners, and then you got to like each other. Yeah, it's becoming friends again. You know, there was a reason that we all got together. You know, there's a reason that I looked at him and went, hey, I kind of like you. This is fun. Like you said, you know, you guys had a great first year. Most of us did. The pre-marriage year is a great year. And we did. We had a lot of fun together. And we forgot how to have fun with each other. And the other piece to this is, is really getting to know each other. And some couples, it all happens so fast that we don't really create that foundation to start. And then other couples, they create that foundation. And then once the kids come and all the life busyness, we start to um, 
hold on to what we knew about them and forget the fact that we're all changing and evolving and that we have to constantly be getting to know each other again. Who Lance married is not the same woman that I am today. Like I'm, I'm a very different person on the inside. And if he were to get to know me today versus getting to know me, you know, before we got married, he would meet someone new. And I think we forget that in relationships that we all evolve and change. And we have to constantly be getting to know this person again. And, you know, not only helping them become the best person that they are or could be, but honor who they are and who they're transforming into. Yeah. And with that consistent connection, though, it requires consistent connection too. that. So that while you are getting to know each other on this constant basis, you're evolving and growing together, you know, yeah. rather than apart. How long have you two been married again? 10 years? Fifteen, almost sixteen. I think. <laughs> oh, fifteen or sixteen years. Yeah, I just, yeah, took, out the, I just took out the roommate years. Okay, I just subtracted those it's, out. For it's you. timeless so, now, James. So, it's timeless. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like that's fifteen right. years. So okay. So if you look over a fifteen-year time frame, and and yeah, you're growing and your life changes, and 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 you're you're a different person now than you were fifteen years ago. How do you two stay connected on that? It's like anything else. So like, let's just go back to real estate, right? How do you stay consistent in anything? It's consistency. And so when you identify what the things are that move your friendship forward, you have to do those things consistently. So for us, it's having fun together. It's talking with each other. It's sharing information that we're learning. And creating a fun vision with each other. And so that's part of where, you know, the whole miracle morning for couples came to be was like, how do we consistently plant the seeds for these different areas of our relationship every single day efficiently? Because there's only so much time in the day, right? <laughs> so yeah. how do we do it each and every day? And then part of that is, is, you know, following those four elements in different date nights through the month and having one friendship date night, having one partnership date night. Hey, let's plan the month. What needs to be done? Having fun together, an intimacy date night that's intentional once a month. And so, um, yeah, it's just. Yeah. It's a, and it's daily deposits. Like, you know, in the book, we talk about our morning routine together called team, you know, it's doing that every day. And it doesn't even take that that much time. Yeah, and sometimes one of, it's five minutes. Well, five minutes, you know. Um, and one of the more beautiful things I, I love about team is not, it's really honestly one of my favorite, it is my favorite part of the day. I love getting up with Brandy and having coffee with her and, and doing that time together. One of the beautiful byproducts of that too, when we were talking about kids and parenting is our daughters wake up seeing us do this every morning and they know how important yeah. that is to the two of us. And so- I want them to know that that intentional time each day that Brandy and I create for each other is something that they, I don't want to use the word, I don't like expectations, but that they expect, you know, that they want or desire in a partner that they choose on their own one day as well. Right. And that also helps them to know that we are, you know, going back to the the beginning when it was like, yes, we were choose part of why we were choosing to get divorced was because of our kids, but that was also the reason that we chose to fight for it. And so this shows them that we're still fighting. They know that we were going to be divorced. I mean, now we coach couples, right? We have an entire brand around this conversation. So they're fully aware, but them seeing that is they now know, no mom and dad take this very seriously. It's a yeah. big deal for them to do the work, to keep their relationship moving forward. So you mentioned team. Let's chunk it down, right? It's touch, education, appreciation, and meeting. Just tell yeah, us a little job. bit about that time. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. So the idea is that, and you know, through the book, you'll see that Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning Savers were really, really important to the two of us. And when we were doing our sort of individual journey, we both participated and did our own Miracle Mornings. Well, and I'm kind of giving the evolutionary backstory of this, but then uh, we started doing some of those savers and things together. And we noticed that we would be holding hands or, you know, we would be talking about because we were into personal growth, right? So we we would be talking about a podcast we listened to or something we read in a book. And, and then it would, you know, just migrate sometimes towards, um, well, what's going on today? And additionally, as part of our reconnecting journey, you know, gratitude was very vital uh, to us. And so... Um, what we decided to do was we we still enjoyed our own separate miracle mornings to the savers that Hal Elrod has created, but we loved doing these four things together afterward. We would come back together and we would do team and we would just make sure, you know, the touch part is great because really it doesn't take any extra time. I mean, unless you choose it to, uh, if you can read between the lines there, James, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a miracle uh, morning. I'm sure <laughs> the miraculous morning. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it doesn't have to, right? right? You know, Brandy will drape her legs over my legs, or I'll put my arm around, or we'll just hold hands, or a hand on a knee, and and so while we're doing that, we're connecting. We're we're doing the education piece, which I spoke about. Where you know, at first, actually, the education part we speak about is getting to know each other again. So yeah, early we'd pull on, questions out of yeah, hat. we pull questions out of like table topics, mm. and we would just educate each other on ourselves. It was that getting to know each other again, but eventually that evolved into educating each other to sharing things that we were learning or getting a different perspective. Hey, I just read this. What do you think? You know, this Mm -hmm. is what I think. What do you think? And so that helped level each other up and just teaching and sharing with each other. Appreciation is, is just that we would, we make sure we share some piece of gratitude for each other each, the day before. Yeah, for the day before. You know, I really love the way you handled the kids with this or really thank you for making the coffee for me today. Just small gestures that get you into that positive space, right? That that perspective of positivity versus focusing on the negative. Uh, and then meeting is simply that. You know, I think at, at first meeting was early on when we were reconnecting, had a lot to do with Checking in. Uh, yeah, how checking in. How am I doing as a husband? How am I, you know. How'd yesterday go? We said that, you know, we were going to try this today. I tried it. Like, did that increase how we're feeling? Did that, you know, how, how did it work? And so the quick check-ins um, are really vital in the beginning because of this. We don't want to keep doing something that's not working. If if we say, hey, you know what, let's try to do um dinner earlier. And maybe that'll help us get the kids to bed earlier. We're going to try a different nighttime routine. And then we check in the next day and we were like, man, that sucked. Let's not (laughs) do that again. Okay. That was dumb. All right. How about we try something else? We know what the why is. We really want the kids to be in bed earlier, but why don't we try this? Okay, cool. Let's try that tomorrow. You know, and so that quick check-in, it takes the emotion out of things not working out and it gets us into positive action faster. And when you're in triage in your relationship and you're saying, hey, you know what? It would really, it would mean a lot to me if when you came home, you know, if you were in a struggle, like you were honest with me and said, hey, I had a bad day at work, but I'm going to go and decompress. Did that help? You know what? That was really helpful. You sharing with me how you were feeling so that I didn't take it so personal, that was really helpful. Let's keep doing that. Great. Well, hello, you become moving in the same direction, right? Which Correct. is kind of the whole point. 
So I want to wrap up with a, just two quick questions, and then I want you to be able to share how people can track you down and find you and follow you because you're fun to follow. I mean, you, you're oh. like you, your your brand is the perfect family, and what we've discovered is you aren't that, so that's great. No, um, yeah. So and and you're quite honest in what you know, and Brandy and Lance, what you post and things like that. And I learned so much just by following you. So I'm going to give you a chance to tell people how to do that. Um, I, I want to just wrap it up with these couple of things. Number one, if if we've got um, you know, a couple listening and they are, they're struggling. They're, they're, their marriage is struggling. Um, they realize it is, they're kind of where you were, you know, Hey, we might hang this up. What would your advice be to them? We always say, go to the thing that we give away for free because there's a reason we give it away for free. It's the thing that worked for us and it's our relationship planning guide. And it's just a series of questions to get you on the same page with creating a shared vision. Um, when you download that, you also get another thing for free and it's called reconcile and reset. And it's a tool that if something has happened that you can't get through, um, or get, can't get past the past and you keep bringing it up and it's something that's, you know, the elephant in the room in your relationship, it's a process to go through same thing, series of questions and sharing to put the past behind you and draw a line in the sand. It's a way to spark forgiveness. Yeah, Yeah. Right forgive and and be able to start to try and plant some positive seeds. But that's where I would say to start because um, getting on the same page and and creating forward momentum together is really the first step. And I think our book is really awesome too in actually giving something couples to, yeah, exactly tangible to grab, grab onto. And and reading it together, I'll tell you the couples that read it together have the most success out of that. Yeah. Because they understand yeah. team, they understand the ideas of what what each little element applies to, you know, in that process. Right. Well, we're speaking the same language when we do that, so that instead of of you know, it's like you one person speaking French and the other one's German. We're speaking the same language now, so we can move forward. So, where right. can they download the 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 things that you you suggested to us? Um, those are on our website at legendarycouples.com. Yeah, it's just right on the front page, or it pops up too. I think. And, yeah, <laughs> you try awesome. you try to you swipe away, and it says, "Hey, hey, yeah, you it's just right there, and it's right on the hey, front." Are you sure? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I mean, no, sure, you, you definitely you, want you really this. Not, you, you seriously yeah, want. You, this thing yeah are you sure you don't care about your relationship all right but click here if you don't care about your relationship and the pop-up will go away yeah. so okay and then the, the other question on my mind is we probably have you know dads listening i got lots of moms too we have couples listening who go you know my relationship's pretty good like i'm i mean i'm not that worried about it we're in a good spot what advice would you give to them you know, if it's great, that's, I mean, it's yeah, keep wonderful. Doing what keep you're doing. doing what you're doing. I mean, yes. if it's not broken, then there's nothing to fix, right? I mean. Uh, and if you want it better, it's still a creative vision. Like yeah. cast the vision to the next level. Like that's where we are right now. You we know, we've we been don't doing have it always years. figured out everywhere. There's, we're always pivoting and saying, well, that didn't exactly work. Well, let's make a, yeah, you know, let's adjustment. make it better. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing about life, you know, and, and I have a women's group where this last month, our content was around life balance. And the reality of life balance is as we go through life, some things fall off and they have to be picked back up and nurtured and brought back up. And then something else is going to fall off and it has to be picked back up and nurtured and brought back up. Like that's just life. We just have to accept it as reality. And so, you know, have the vision there so that when you do fall off, you just say, Hey, where's our vision again? What could we implement right now to get us in a better spot or get us even further forward? Yeah, that's good. It sounds like Gary Keller and the one thing. I mean, it's, it's, look, we're not going to, it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. So, um, 
Awesome. So tell everybody how they can follow you and keep in touch with you and see what's going on in your world. We are most active on Instagram, especially Brandy. Brandy at she is at Mrs. Brandy Salazar. She is amazing there. You need to follow her. Well, it's, I do yeah, my Instagram Lance, stories. You do. And if Lance does a story, it's like, uh oh, Lance has done a story. This is going to be good. So stop what you're doing and look at it because it's so <laughs> rare. It's like, it's I like don't a, post a full very, moon. Uh, right? Yeah. It's a full moon. Yeah. But Brandy's is just all the time. I mean, it's I think I showed day, you yeah. my egg breakfast this morning. It <laughs> yeah. looked delicious. I was ready to come, come out to California and have it. Yeah. So, okay. So you're Mrs. Brandy Salazar. And That's he's how we Mr. Can find yeah. Mr. Lance Salazar. And then our, uh, then it's legendary.couples. Yeah. Yeah. And then our website, awesome. which you can find all the things on our website, but we actually just started adding to our YouTube channel, um, which you can find our YouTube channel at a link from all those <laughs> yep. things too. That's Legendary awesome. couples. Yeah. You, if you go to one place, you can find you can all find the, it all. the others. Yeah. It's and all then online. if you don't care about your relationship, just click the d- ignore button <laughs> exactly. and it'll all go away. That's what will hey. shame you shame you into downloading the uh, plan. <laughs> That's right. Listen, I appreciate the two of you taking time out. I know you got a lot going on. So thank you so much for adding so much value to our listeners and uh, and we'll we'll follow you online and and enjoy this journey together. And the book is uh, Miracle Morning for Couples. And pro- what a great opportunity to to work with Hal and be able to do that. I imagine. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was great. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate thank you very you much for having us. Yeah, thank you. my for pleasure. Us. So many great things from Lance and Brandy, and I'm so thankful they joined us today. Again, the book is Miracle Morning for Couples, and I would absolutely follow them on Instagram. They're posting great stuff. She says, live a legendary life, and and that's what they're attempting to help us do as well. So I I encourage you to follow them, maybe even check out their website and download some of those resources that she mentioned as well. Well, let's wrap up the way we wrap up every podcast on Positively Dad, and that's where I invite my daughter. She's a seven-year-old about to start second grade. Her name's Naomi, and she'll talk with you about whatever's on her mind. So here we go, the Kids Corner with Naomi. What are the kids thinking? Time to find out in the Kids Corner with your host, Naomi. Hello, this is Naomi Shaw, and today we're going to talk about smile. I know this is kind of weird, but smiling actually keeps away the pain if you put your hand in cold water for like 20 seconds and smile. You can maybe do it even longer. So it's really fun to do that, and as I was, you know, watching Brainchild, it was like better and better for your brain. And I just really liked it. So if you smile, it will take away some of the pain. And then it will make you feel better. That's it for Naomi's Corner. Have a great day. Bye. I always wonder what she's going to come up with. There you go. If you smile, it'll make you feel better. Even if you have to put your hand in some cold water, which is what she did today at camp. That's why it's fresh on her mind. Hey, we thank you for listening to Positively Dad, and I trust that you get value out of this time. I think we had a great conversation with Lance and Brandy today, and they gave you some great tips to help your relationships. So thank you for listening. You know, if you found value out of this, would you share it with someone that you know that you think would get value out of it as well? Uh, share this podcast with them or tell them about our podcast. Um, you know, And if you would rate us wherever you're listening, that would be awesome. We love five stars. Maybe even write a review. That would be super cool too. And then I encourage you to follow us on our social media platforms. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Just search Positively Dad, and we should be pretty easy to find. And then remember, on Thursdays, we release one of those Dad Talk episodes where I just talk to a dad about being a dad. And we have some really, really, really powerful ones coming ahead for you. So I trust you get value out of those, too. 
Again, I appreciate you listening. I'm James Shaw, and we'll talk to you next time on Positively Dad. Bye-bye.